0: Sharing news and community information that truly matters to you for Michiana, this is Michiana 101 with Sylvia Stark.
1: Since they get into heaven
2: Today's devotional, we're going to look at help. And um, here is words from a song, the first verse of a song, who's actually my favorite singer, Christian singer, Toby Mac. It may be midnight or midday, never early, never late. He's going to stand by what he claimed, lived enough to say, it doesn't matter what hour or day, Jesus is Ready to hear your thoughts, your prayers. God is also ready as they are two in one, three in one, Holy Spirit. We know that sometimes we get lost and we don't know where to turn to. But we have to remember the help is on the way. We know that judgment day is coming for us all. We know that any given day now. Our Lord Jesus is to come and take everybody. Hopefully, you're ready to go when you're called. And sometimes, there, are, some of us are not ready to go when we're called. But that's okay, too. We're all valued and loved by Jesus, regardless of our walk in faith. And so... <coughs> sometimes... It can be days or it may be years until you reach the time where you see Jesus or when you're willing to invite Jesus into your heart. You may also feel trapped sometimes by the world around us and what it looks like. But we just have to remember that help is on the way. Help is on the way. Sometimes we need to stop and think. Or take five and remember who Jesus was. Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins. But he rose again in that victorious day. And he is waiting to call a hundred million people home. And that is seven continents. People all over the world are waiting to go home. Sometimes we go home from an illness. Sometimes it's an accident. Sometimes we're calling for help, and we don't know which way to go. So we turn to the negative lifestyle, which would include alcoholism. Maybe it's doing drugs. Maybe it's um taking people's lives innocently. Maybe it's overdosing. Whatever the darkness may be. Jesus is waiting for you to release that darkness and give him, give him your all. We all fall short of God's glory, even as Christians. We do have times in our life where we fall short and God gets blamed or we forget who God is. Everybody has a darkness in their life that they're holding on to. And it may take a while. You may know Jesus and know what he is, but your heart may not be fully there. You can know Jesus and still not be perfect. Nobody is perfect. And so Jesus is calling and he's waiting for you. As help is on the way. As you listen to the next song called Hope is on the Help, hope. Help is on the way. Take a listen to the lyrics and really figure out what Toby Mac is trying to say. Like I said, Toby Mac says, it may be midnight or midday. It's never early, never late. He's going to stand by what he claimed. I lived enough to say. Remember, help is on the way, shall we pray? Heavenly Father, be with all of our listeners nationwide. Wherever religion, origin they are, we know that you will walk beside them and give them strength. Help them to remember that you're only a call away. Walk with us through the darkest storms of life. And if there's anyone out there in the listening world that needs to accept Jesus into your life, go ahead and do that. If you need somebody to walk beside you, find a local church, a pastor, or a friend that you know. Is living the way of the Lord. Sometimes we just need to take five. Remember, nobody's perfect. We all fall short of the glory of God. Walk beside these people this week as they travel to and from where they're going. Bless them and give them hope in the future. Amen. <laughs>
3: I heard your heart, I see your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid I heard you pray He's in the cold, just like the moon
0: are working to bring more racial equity to the city and improve generational wealth for people of color the civil rights heritage center hosting a boosts and blocks event at the iu south bend civil rights heritage center it's an open house centered on 150 years of difficulties and barriers faced by the local black community people in attendance were encouraged to share their stories and histories in south bend
4: We are actually, as a city, trying to explore how do we create financial empowerment. So one of the first ways that we're going to do that is by, of course, connecting with our residents to understand the programs that they've worked with in the past, as well as the programs that they'd like to see in their future.
0: The next event is Thursday at the Century Center Recital Hall and begins at 5 p.m. Locals will have the opportunity to speak with experts on the current and historical state of banking, housing, and overall financial health for South Bend's black community.
2: Here is some positive news. Did you know Elkert High School was awarded $500,000 during the awards gala? And here is what happened. The Indiana Department of Education awarded over $4 million to schools across the state at the first Education Excellence Awards Gala. Elkhart High School received $500,000 at the event. Elkhart High School was awarded five thousand five hundred thousand dollars for excellence in crossing the finish line. This award recognized the high school with the greatest access and credential completion Rates for students in crossing the finish line initiative partnered with Ivy Tech Community College. Crossing the finish line provides free tuition, fees, books, and other expenses. The Hammond Area Career Center also was awarded five hundred thousand dollars in this category. Here is a quote: "Indiana's educators bring passion energy to classrooms across the state. It's important that we celebrate them with the same passion energy," said Dr. Katie Gender. Indiana State Secretary of Education. Indiana's first ever Education Excellence Awards Gala brought together some of our most impactful educators and school leaders whose daily work is to help is helping countless students to ignite their own purpose, know their value, and understand the possibilities for their life's path. We know that the real impact for students happened at the education educator level and our team remained delegate delegate dedicated to supporting educators and amplifying their good work. In addition, North Liberty Elementary School teacher Emily Baton was granted $5,000 for the Excellence in Leading in Learning Award. This award honors teachers who earn the most professional growth points through the Indiana Learning Lab. Additional grants were the Gallant Award, Excellence in STEM Award, and that was given to West Lafayette Junior Senior High School and the West Lafayette School Corporation, and they received 250000 This award recognizes a high school that has a student selected for the 2022 Governor's STEM team and had the highest percentage of STEM course completions during 2021, the 2022 school year. The Excellence in Learning, Leading in Learning Award Corporation, went to Randolph Eastern School Corporation, and they received This award recognized school corporation that provides support for educators through instructional resources, professional development opportunities, and other best practices that had the most professional growth points earned per teacher through the Indiana Learning Lab since it launched last year. The Excellence in Early Literacy Award went to Tri-Township Consolidated School Corporation and they received $160,000. Eman Schools received $170,000, Peasant View Elementary School, and Z- Zionsville Community Schools District received $410,000. This award focuses on ensuring all students demonstrate proficiency and foundational reading skills by recognizing a school corporation, this happened to be Tri-Township, that has received a 100% district-wide passing rate on the 2022 i Read assessment. It also recognized a large, pleasant view in small EM elementary schools that have received the highest school-wide, I read, pass rate percentage, along with the highest pass rate across all student populations. The Excellent in Crossing Finish Line High School went to Upper Community Schools Award, and they received $500,000. Hammond Curse Center, School City of Hammond, received $500 million. This award recognizes the high school with the greatest access and credential completion rates for students through the Crossing Line, the Finish Line Initiative through Ivy Community College, Vincent and Elkhart, and Vincent's University in Hammond. Crossing the Finish Line prioritizes the completion of high value post secondary credentials for graduating seniors by providing free tuition, fees, books and other certain other expenses. The Excellence in Work-Based Learning Heritage Award went to Heritage Junior High School in East Allen County Schools and they received $310,000. This award recognizes a school that is providing students a leg up in their Futures and their chosen careers by providing access to high-quality work-based learning experiences. Specifically, the award recognized a school with enrollment of at least five hundred students that had the percentage highest percentage of student work-based learning course completions in the twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one school year. The excellence in academic gains was awarded to the Charles A Beard Morgan School Corporation, and they received. Gibson School Corporation received $375,000. The Paramount Inglewood Corporation received $105,000. Western School Corporation received $500,000. While student learning wasn't across the board as a result of the pandemic, Indiana's most at-risk students had persistent learning and educational attainment gaps even prior to the global (coughs) pandemic. This award recognizes four school corporations, or charter schools across Indiana, that have made the most progress in improving achievement among the student population. This is measured by the ILEARN English and language arts assessment results among Hispanic, CA beard, and special education each Gibson students, and by ILEARN math assessment results among Black, Paramount Eaglewood and English Learner Western students. This is some good that's happening within the Indiana district nationwide. The part Education has awarded over $4 million to the schools at the first Educational Excellence Awards Gala. I'm proud of Elkhart High School, who receives five hundred thousand dollars. As I work for Elkhart Community Schools, it is also wonderful to see other schools in the Indiana state of Indiana to receive awards. This is something good that's happening in the state of Indiana. Hope you enjoy some of the fun that's happening in the state of Indiana.
0: System on Delay, Wani School District, their Wakarusa Napanee, two-hour delay this morning. Yep. New this morning, whether you're looking for an accent piece for your home, maybe that perfect gift for a special someone, even gourmet treats. I love when I can shop in the morning. There is a <laughs> new place in Elkhart that offers it all. Melissa Stevens joins us now live from the brand-new J&B Home
5: Decor and Gifts. Hey, Melissa good morning so they opened up a week from today so a week ago and we're hitting that one week mark brad priest i gotta ask you how's it been going here
6: it's amazing okay this is week two or it will be week two um the first week is amazing because of this community i mean for us to open J B home decor and gifts in less than four months to have the uh, support from the community, to go from uh, my people that knew me from Garber's to come over to JB. And we've had a ton of new people that just see the sign on County Road 17 or they're at Sports Time or one of the restaurants and come on over to see what this place is. I
7: love that. Can you kind of give me a backstory? Why did you want to open this?
6: So, JB, Jonathan and Brad, um, this was our retirement dream to have a smaller version of what we, the design center we had before. So that's something that the two of us could manage. So this is a place where you can come and browse, find that perfect gift, I call them girlfriend gifts, that 10, 20, 30 dollar gift, or I can do furniture for you or something more elaborate. But I, the main thing is that you can come in, browse, feel comfortable, and see what's fresh.
5: How does it feel to see this
6: dream come to life here? I can't stop smiling. I mean, it, it's felt perfect from day one, even when the space was raw back in June. I never had a moment of what did I do. <laughs> it's just felt great. And then again, the support. This isn't a one-man job. The support from my team and this community. I will never stop saying the community because they've supported me and Miss Piper and the memory of Jonathan through all this.
5: Oh, yeah. And let's talk about Miss Piper. Where did she go? Oh, oh, well, hello. So, remember, everyone, we had a little friend in the window outside earlier. Well, there she is. So, when people walk in, they will be greeted by Yes,
6: you. yes. Miss Piper is here all the time. She uh, is not a door runner, but she will greet you at the door. She will want to help you shop and uh, and she will be very loud barking when you leave <laughs> She's <laughs> she's
5: a sweetheart You're going to want to stop in Even just to see her So there you go Thank you so much We appreciate it We're going to have more coming up In just a little bit, guys Melissa, this place just looks like it smells good What's the <laughs> smell like in there? Yes that was actually the first thing I said when I walked in. It smells amazing in here. Oh, I love that. I just want to know about that chair behind you. Can you just take a seat in that? Let me know how comfy it is. We can talk price later. Oh, okay. Am I going to take a seat there? They want to know how comfortable. All right. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right.
0: Done. Sold. Off the market. Uh, <laughs> Melissa. Thank you.
8: Several cities created those outdoor hubs to try to spur business.
6: WSBT 22's DJ Manu reports the city of Niles is trying to give its indoor or
4: outdoor dining areas rather a second chance. City Council voted last night to use this half block of 2nd and Main Street to once again be used as a location. But this time they hope they found a better compromise. At first, the no closed the entire section to allow people a place to come together, eat out, and hold events. But over time, people raised concern about who was using it and blocking traffic. So the city scrapped it until a new idea emerged. This now includes using the same spot but being able to keep the street open pending authorized events by the city. The parking spots in the half block would be removed and replaced with sidewalks where tables and other amenities could be used. While the idea has been approved, next up is coming up with the appropriate design. Niles just received $47,000 in grant money for the design and construction of an outdoor hub that design they hope to have ready for city council to vote on by january i think that the concept of having an outdoor hub outdoor space for people to gather uh, is a good economic driver but we also have to be aware of of other issues at play and how it affects other people other than just the downtown businesses. I did talk to a few people who work in the immediate area and there's still some mixed reviews. The majority say they look forward to its return because of the extra foot traffic and they believe having the road open will be a good compromise. However, others are concerned it won't attract the right people intended and having the road open will actually be a safety issue. In Niles, DJ Manu, WSBT 22 News
0: to new heights there's a new program at the michigan city municipal airport that will teach students how to fly drones
4: it is free open to every student from 10 to 17 years old WSPT 22's taylor gattoni joins us in the studio and taylor limited spots for this sign up that will be happening soon
0: that's right bob only 30 spots available each student will be required to attend one two hour long class and organizers say students are already showing interest in the new program launching a hands-on experience for students that organizers say has been years in the making. It's a partnership between the Michigan City Municipal Airport and the St. Michael's Drone Academy. The program is for any student, not just those in Michigan City, who are interested in aviation.
4: That's one of the cool things that we're doing with this program. We're actually trying to prepare kids to, to not only be interested in drones, but just show them all of the different things that they can do with them um, you know, for, for a job.
0: The opportunity to fly a drone at the end of the course makes learning fun for students. This is more of a new technology, you know, and so lots of children are interested in like any kind of technology, you know, that they can use their hands, remotes, things like that. Um, so it's just a way to expose them to the different areas of aviation. And I feel like that's a way to kind of get them in, hey, we're gonna, you know, use a little remotes and take the drones up. Students will be completing a pre-flight checklist through simulations. That includes understanding wind speed, how high they should fly, and what they should and shouldn't do during takeoff. After completing many missions on the simulator, students will be meeting at a location to apply what they learned to flying drones.
6: We do have a three-step program, which we're trying to set up. We're going to introduce them to drones first, hopefully get them going to a flight school, get their pilot's license, and create a career for them.
0: Organizers say adults have also expressed interest, and they hope to have a course available for those 18 and older by next year. The classes are being offered September 26th through the 30th, and students are then expected to take flight with the drones on October 1st. If you are interested, head to our website, WSBT.com, for information on how to sign up. Bob and Leanne.
2: to us by Marshall County. Here is something that Marshall County is doing. Lieutenant Governor Crouch conducts a round discussion in Marshall County titled Thriving Rural Communities. According to a report recently recently issued by Ball State University Center for Business and Economic Research titled State of Rural Economy in, Mar- in Indiana, several rural Indiana counties, including Marshall County, are projected for growth as Indiana's most pandemic economy continues to thrive. To learn why Hoosier rural communities are aspirating to succeed while others are already prison for growth, Indiana Lieutenant Governor Suzanne Crouch has organized a series of roundtable discussions around Indiana with rural community reader, leaders. Here is a quote that she has said, with at least 22% of all Hoosiers living in rural areas, these communities are vital to the state, the health of the state, said Crouch, who is also Indiana Secretary of Agriculture and Royal Development. We can look at the pages and pages to date, but I want to hear from community leaders around the state on what is being done successfully and what the state can do to help, because I want to ensure all rural Indiana counties are poisoned for growth. Marshall County is one of the 20 counties the report indicates is positioned for growth. The Marshall County event was held in Plymouth and was the first of six thriving rural communities round tables scheduled throughout the state. During the discussion, the invited group of community leaders discussed transportation with US 30 and US 31 housing, education, connectivity, and quality of life. Robin Robert, who is a local farmer, said he wants a voice to Marshall County. When it comes to change with improvement to us 30 and us 31. he said he's a, seen a lot of community die because lack of innovation when creating these freeways he wants a voice to the state or end that to make sure that we do not perish in marshall county because of of being cut off from the rest of the world charlie hune from farm bureau and another local farmer spoke about the safe access to 31 and 30. he mentioned homestead dairy right off of US 31 and difficulty they have getting trucks on and off 31. Hune also said moving farm equipment from one location to another with high access and safety in mind. Dave Lawin from Marshall County REMC in Marshall County Fiber discussed the collaborat- collaboration with Surf Internet to provide broadband to much more of the rural community than ever before. Working together, they estimate they will serve about 80% of the county when all the plans are complete. They also have plans in the future to work to serve the remaining 20%. Lt. Governor Crouch asked what challenges Marshall County faces with growth and attracting people that work from home and can work from anywhere. It appears they want to get out of the metropolitan areas and get into more rural areas. Mayor Mark Sinner said housing is one of the biggest issues. He mentioned the new 275 residential development Centennial Crossings being built on the north side of Plymouth. Commissioner Kevin Overmeyer said another change to rural communities is the health care. He said there is a decline of students interested in the medical field. He mentioned how fortunate Marshall County is to have a hospital in Bremen and in Plymouth but said the Plymouth Hospital has cut services, forcing people to drive north of these services. Governor Kraut said that the county is in a population decline through Indiana, although Indiana had bucked the twin trend and saw a growth in the population of 300,000 in the last 10 years. She also said, while the population has grown, there are 155,000 jobs unfilled in the state. We are not... She said we don't have enough bodies. We're not going to continue to have many bodies as we had in the past, so how do we address that? Dave Trell, who is executive director of Indiana Communities Institute, discussed automation replaces lower skilled workers, but enhances the high skilled workers. He said that they are seeing companies come to rural Indiana for lower skilled workforce, that will eventually be replaced by automation. He also fo- mentioned a focus on education with the community conversation and not leaving it up to the schools. Talk about rising expectations and encouraging additional education. Commissioner Overmeyer mentioned the READY grant that was applied for in Marshall County by Long Life Learning Network. The plan was to create a career center not only for students but for adults to increase their skills and in turn increase their pay scale. Lieutenant Governor Crouch said, and her quote is, I stand ready to help any way I can. If you ever have issues or need information from the state agencies, please reach out to me. She also encouraged the county to conduct roundtable meetings with state legislators before and after a session. to discuss the various issues facing the city, towns, and country. In 2020, Purdue University Center for Reg- Regional Development and Ball State University's Indiana Communities Institute collaborated to issue the Rural Road to Recovery Report as a blueprint for placing Indiana's small cities and towns on the road to recovery in the wake of COVID-19. As a follow-up to the Rural Road to Recovery Report, the Office of Community and Rural Affairs (OCRA) commissioned Ball State to begin researching the state of rural economy, Indiana to review the entire state of the rural county indiana for more information about what's happening in marshall county head over to www.am1050.com hope you enjoy something that's happening in marshall county in the rural communities Did you know that it is National Preparedness Month and today we're going to look at power outages. Some tips that you can do in the event of a power outage is to keep freezers and refrigerators closed. Use a generator but only outdoors and away from windows. Don't use a gas stove or oven to heat your house. Discount with appliances and electronics in case of an electric surge. For more information about what you can do for National Preparedness Month, you can check at ready.gov and they will have more information about being prepared for weather emergencies. Take care and have a wonderful day. Hola, buenos dias, buenos tardes, buenos noches. Did you know that today kicks off Hispanic Heritage Month and that runs September 15th? october 15th and that is to celebrate histories cultures and contributions of american citizens whose ancestors came from spain mexico the caribbean and central south america this observation week month started in 1968 under president london johnson and it became law october august 17th 1988 and it is the anniversary of independence for Latin American countries such as Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua, they had declared their independence from Spain on September fifteenth, eighteen twenty-one. Here is what Costa Rica is known for. Costa Rica is known for sprawling rainforests, cascading waterfalls, volcanoes. They're also known as the hummingbird capital of the world. Some of the popular dishes is pebayas, which is a peach palm fruit. In Viviva a la viva, which is similar to Ceviche in the Reglados, which is a type of sandwich. The capital of Costa Rica is San Jose. Here is their national anthem being played. <laughs> people living in Costa Rica. The official language of Costa Rica is Spanish, and their official language is Roman Catholicism. Hope you enjoy some of these fun facts as we kick off Hispanic Heritage Month, and we will journey through different parts of Hispanic Heritage Month, kicking up Costa Rica. Next week, we will with some other Hispanic heritage facts. You can find more information at HispanicHeritageMonth.gov if you want to know any more about Hispanic Heritage Month. Take care.
7: Calvin please promise us to
2: Just for you, and this is brought to you by WTCA, FM 106.1, and AM 1050. You can also look them up at www.am1050.com. If you're interested, you can head over to the Hoosier Valley River Museum, and and you can join their Steam Pumpkin and Halloween trains that they will be having. The first event is for their Steam Executions as well as pumpkin and Halloween trains. All these times are central time. And they will happen this Saturday, September 17th, October 8th, October 15th, October 22nd. And the times will be 10.40 a.m., 12.40 a.m., and 2.40 p.m. And for Eastern time, that is 11.40 a.m., one forty a.m., and one forty p.m. This will take approximately 35 minutes. Passengers ages 3 and above can purchase a ticket online or at the ticket office for $10. Groups of 6 or more can get tickets discounted for $2, making it $8. You can also explore the HVRM Museum displays and grounds for free of charge. You can find more information about that at www.hoosiervalley.org. Instead, still in a line of trains in the same area, you can check out the Giza train executions. And that will take place on Saturday, so end of October. And that will be a 10-mile round trip for approximately 45 minutes. They will also have pumpkin trains available October 8th, October 15th, October 22nd, and October 29th. Also on October 29th, you will be able to join in a Twilight Halloween train ride. Tickets are available Once again, for these events at www.hoosiervalley.org. You can also give them a call at 574-869-3950. Hope you enjoy this event for all the train lovers out there. Coming to downtown Elkhart will be the second annual food truck and tailgate party. And that will take place on Saturday, September 24th at 3 p.m. They will be broadcasting the Notre Dame versus North Carolina game on the big screen. There will be food trucks and vendors will be opening at 3 p.m. with kickoff at 3.30. There will also be free activities for the kids. Stay tuned as they will be updating the list of all food trucks and vendors.
5: Anxiety is a funny thing. Until
0: it's not so you're sitting at home alone and your friends are texting asking, asking why you're not there anxiety is being trapped on a speeding train heading for a cliff and, and not being, being able to escape, escape
5: because you're the conductor it's trying to be the conductor to acquire with left and right hands that belong different bodies it's having a chorus of voices in your head where everyone, everyone is singing but no one knows the lyrics but no, no one knows, knows the lyrics where, never where you never feel yourself, in sync with yourself in sync with, with yourself anxiety it can apologizing for- fault well, so you start apologizing for your own existence and oh having to compare anxiety to everything else you know some people will still see it as a punchline you have been listening to michiana 101 with sylvia stark if you have a story or item to share message her on our facebook group news source one michiana until next time Remember to stay safe and most importantly, Jesus loves you. Accept Him as your Lord and Savior. News Source 1 Messiana, Elkhart, South Bend.